Hi, I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. And I'm Dr. Jose Lugo Santiago. Welcome to Leaders and Futures. Let us have a new kind of conversation, one about leading as futures emerge, are yet to happen, or plainly need to be reimagined. Someone has said that the best way to predict the future is to create it. Although it's impossible to predict the future, one thing is certain, you must lead in it. It's time to think differently about leading. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Let's get started with today's discussion on leaders and futures. In this episode, Lugo and I will be talking about the topic of AI. We want to make sure that our listeners understand that neither Lugo nor I are experts in AI, but we have our opinions on the effect it has on leadership and futures. Pues, hola, Lugo. How are you? Morning, Chief. Doing good. Doing good. Yeah. This yeah. is, uh, I can't believe how fast time goes, but I think uh, I'm excited. I'm excited every time that I'm looking uh, at news and <laughs> looking yeah. at... Uh, you should stop uh, doing that. Yeah, what? <laughs> Being excited, looking at news. You know, I yeah. do my scans every morning. Yeah. Uh, every morning. That's one of the things that I do. It helps me get through the day. Yeah. It gives me a quick view of uh, certain trends that I'm following. Yeah. But the scanning, the scanning is good because um, yeah. and over time, sometimes we focus on events and, yeah. and that's when we go wrong, trying to fix the one thing, right? Instead of seeing how everything fits right. in the context of, you know, a span of time. Well, and it, it can get you in trouble because uh, lately it's hard to tell what's true. You mm -hmm. know, it's I I see this on uh, on social media a lot and even, I guess, on the regular media where people are talking about their truth. And I suggest that that's your perspective of the truth. There is a real truth, whatever that may be, but uh, everybody thinks that they, what they perceive is the truth. And it not, not always, maybe, well, maybe it is, but, but maybe it's not. So you know I, I guess that the, the thing is to, to get all of these truths, quote truths and figure mm -hmm. out what the, the real truth is. Well, I say that I'm glad about that. That, that is a phenomenon that, that happens because that means that no one, has a monopoly on truth, right? The absolute yeah. truth. Yeah. Because then somebody can say, well, uh, I'm keeping all of this, right? And then no one knows what the truth is. And I think that, uh, that that's the reason why I tell leaders all the time, when you get it, when they're making decisions, I ask them, uh, where are you getting your information from? And are you getting your information from multiple sources? And yeah. then there's this thing called thinking. Oh, it hurts. Well, anyways. Ooh, the uh, T word. Don't, don't, yeah, the, don't, it's the, too early in the morning to be thinking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. The T word. Yeah. And so we ask him, okay, so how are you thinking through? What's your thinking process? Right. So you can evaluate yeah. the, uh, the information you're getting. Right. So that way you can make a right decision. So you know what part of the truth is. As a matter of fact, when uh, we teach uh, systems thinking, I was talking. I was talking to my students, and I was telling them that that a leader nowadays, the world is so complex. I tell them uh, it is it is uh, impossible. You know, for a leader, you don't need to be right. You don't need to be absolutely right because you cannot. Yeah. All you can, but going back to your uh, comment about perspective, is the leader can only strive nowadays to be less wrong, less wrong, because you yeah. have. A perspective about what the system looks like, right? And talking with the the with the students about systems thinking uh, this week, we can only have 
a perspective of the system. And that's the reason why we work in teams and with others so we can have a broader perspective of uh, what's really happening in the world and make a conclusion collectively, somehow explore what is the truth as we see it based on what we see. But there are so many gaps. So you I mean you're absolutely well, correct. But the key the key to all of that though, Lugo, is empathy, is understanding and uh, a willingness to understand. Because you know, there uh, and more and more you know, when we talk about the, especially social media and the, the media, uh, you know, everybody if everybody can't be right, you know, especially if it's totally different from the other person's. Uh, but but going right is being empathic and trying to understand. And you know that a lot of people that are called they call themselves, especially when they call themselves leaders, they think that they are right because they are the leader. And that's where they I think we fail because they don't see the other parts of it. It's like, I think we've had this discussion, you know, a lot of people have this perspective that the leader has to be in front. Well, okay, sure. But that's more of a guide. If you're going to lead, you got to be in the center, getting, like you just said, all that information from all of these different uh, places, because everyone, maybe they, well, everyone does have a perspective of what they think is right. And, and the, the okay, leader's got to figure good. out, okay, where does it fit in the system? You know, in, in our in our future, with the futures that we've said that we develop, and uh, if you're going to be the guy that's always right, you know, what is that? Uh, I think it's uh, Blanchard that talks about if you're the the smartest guy in the room, go to the next room, because you know you're, you're not gonna you're gonna fail. So anyway, think, well, we're we're getting deep right at the very beginning. Oh, Lugo, I mean, no, that's good. Thinking, I think it's a great conversation. Thinking, you know, because you're no man. Don't make me think. I'm too old <laughs> to think anymore. <laughs> well, no, and, and, and you know great. that's. That, and having been an, uh, an educator for many, many years, and you as well, I think that's where we fail to go with, uh, in particular, and I wanted to talk about AI. That's a big thing right now. You know you know that. And mm -hmm. um, the the problem, I think, with that is that we, when we accept it as the truth, but uh, is it the truth? Nowadays, I, I don't know if you, well, in fact, I think when in our, writing our books with KDP, with uh, Kindle, Direct publishing, right? That's what that stands for. Uh, the first question is, is it really me? The, the little box comes up, are you a robot or are you a person? Well, you know, that's interesting in the last few years. I didn't, not, not long ago, it was assumed that I was a person. Now I got to prove that I'm a person and not a robot because we don't know them anymore. So what is the truth? Is it from coming from a person or is it coming from a robot that has analyzed all this data and come up with an answer that may or may not be right or true. So uh, to me, the, the the problem with AI, and you know, I'm still involved a little bit with the, the youngsters at the Air Force Academy, is that if you don't practice like anything else, if you don't practice thinking, eventually you don't, and then you just accept stuff. I think the, the enlightening thing in what you're talking about is that the chat is asking, you know, this a uh, this chat bot is asking the human, are you human? It right. almost like like uh I am not sure if you are a machine either because you are expressing yourself as a machine, uh you're speaking or writing as a machine rather than being more superior to me. I would expect you, human, to be more intelligent and more versed in how you speak than me so therefore you may not be 
human it may not be and you may be a shot so a chat so i'm going to ask are you human you know what i'm saying when you think about yeah. those you're asking the question why is the question and and so i think that's uh that's interesting and 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 who knows i believe and we were talking about it uh not so long ago we were talking about the advances in 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 ai of course this is what everybody's talking about uh and uh, and so what i believe is that with all these advances uh that what leaders need to understand is uh they need to know what they are uh they also need to understand uh, what i can do with it and what i cannot do that and they also need to understand that uh they need to be able to uh, develop their thinking in such way that they cannot be <laughs> replaced some people say you will be replaced uh yeah. you know in some way especially if you think uh quantum computing power overlaid over uh you know artificial general intelligence then you know some people say that then you may be reduced to uh transistors in an era of you know accelerated mini miniaturization and microchips right yeah. that's the human uh and so uh, some of the stuff is, is scary and and some of it uh and some of it is uh, i can understand it uh from the uh i guess a philosophical view or some of those things can happen but there are things that that i believe that right now we can do to ensure that uh th that we do not become irrelevant now uh there was a study that was made some time ago uh and I don't have the study in here, so th this idea now just came to me based on what we're talking about. Uh, but uh, this was, uh, they were looking at how uh, some of this chat automation was helping, uh, were helping humans, right? And, 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 and one of the things that they found was that the, the, uh, those people who were high performers were not as helped as those who were under the underperforming. So in, in other words, those people who were underperforming benefited the most out of this type of technology. And, and they proved it in a uh, in a call center. So basically what they did, they went into the call center and they uh, they had this embedded. And so a customer will call and the call center employee would pick it up, right? And, and that's a tough job if you think about it. Because yeah, yeah, sometimes sure. when people call, People call because they're angry because it's, they have an issue and everything. So, that so would be my, me. my yeah, my kudos to those <laughs> people who do those type of jobs because because uh, I I can understand sometimes people are not very uh, polite, of course, because they're mad. Okay, so anyways, what they did, uh, uh, so they, so so the AI was analyzing the voice of the customer, and then they would it would coach the caller, uh, the uh, the employee, say, okay, take a deep breath. Uh, this person is going to ask you about this. So so this tool were ha was having the foresight, right, to tell the the call, the, the, the employee that this customer was going to ask for that. So it helped uh, the, the employee just kind of prepare for the question. And so then as, as the conversation was going forward, it was kind of coaching, right, regulating this, uh, we would say, right, the... the uh, the the debate and the the help and what they found was it was very effective, but when they took 
they took a control groups, right? When they looked at these people who are high performers, that much of a difference. Hmm. We would say in statistics that, you know, it was not a significant uh, difference between those groups. And so makes you understand, right? If you're a high performer, now you might, you, you want to increase your level of performance, help others, but not, uh, but understand that you as a leader, uh, these things are happening and people are going to, uh, they're going to use these tools to help them elevate their performance and that's okay. But what we have to do is avoid an interaction where the human is now dependent on yeah. these tools. So now yeah. the thinking is done by, you know, uh, by putting pieces together, there's something that a machine does rather than the human, right? Yeah. And, and so we have to be able to understand the last time we were talking about, you know, uh, the Kenneth Blanchard model, right? So yeah. in here, what we're talking about is that although these things exist, we have a responsibility as leaders to ensure that we develop our people and not the people are uh, basically made to be an asset to an AI rather than the other way around. Right. Well, and, and the, the, the highest risk that we, I don't know that anybody even thinks about this. I do because I'm, I'm a basic kind of guy. What about when it shuts down? You know, all of this requires electricity, right? What right. happens when, when the power goes off? The other day, uh, last weekend, uh, right after uh, we chatted, I think, we, uh, uh, and I don't remember, it was uh, around, uh, I guess, about 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock in the evening, when we went to bed, all of a sudden, the water shut down in my house. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, we thought, well, you know, probably no big deal because we, it's been raining a lot. And these, uh, you know, that when that happens, it affects everything. So anyway, yeah, probably maybe a couple hours, it'll be shut down. And then we'll get up in the morning and it'll be back uh, back to normal. Well, it took about three days before we got our water back. And we had not had that. I don't think we've ever had it that happen, happen in uh, 21 years that we've been here. We didn't know what to do. It's like, what what do we do? You know, you got to have, you know, you have bodily functions and uh, and luckily, and you've seen my house, I have a waterfall in the backyard. Uh, so I went out there and I got water from that waterfall to fill the, the toilet uh, uh, things, the, the reservoirs, uh, so that we could uh, at least go to the bathroom. But when mm -hmm. it shuts down, man, it's like, now it's done. There's nothing I can do about it, you know? And I'm thinking the same thing because, uh, and you know, I'm, uh, I'm up around uh, 0, 300, 3 o'clock in the morning. Sometimes uh, the the uh, internet will shut down for a couple of minutes, and I guess it's updating or whatever it is. But for those few minutes, I can't connect with people. I'm dead, man. They're, you know, I I cannot do it. So if you don't know how to do these things yourself, and you're reliant upon the machine to tell you how to do it, what happens when the machine breaks down? I've done this. I've gone to a a restaurant or a a, a store. And I've gone up to, to pay for my stuff and the, the register stops, breaks, you know, the, the electricity goes out. They don't know how to give change. They don't know that it's, you know, it's based on the, the, the hundred, not uh, uh, 10 or 12. You got to have a hundred cents for the dollar and the hundred dollars and all that kind of stuff. But they don't know how to give change. It's like, wow, what happens? There's no app for that. Well, and if there is an app, it's not working. You know, it's shut down. So, and, and I think with leaders, especially uh, especially with leaders, you still have to be able to do what we've been talking about for the last couple of years with the, this uh, developing 
our followers to begin with, but developing as leaders, you have to get, you have to be able to do what the computer does. Maybe not at that level, maybe not at that speed, but you got to be able to do it because there are plenty of times when you won't have it. And if you don't have it, what do you do? Right. And that's, that's what happened. That's the reason why, you know, um, developing of your people is so important, right? Otherwise, uh, you know, all these tools are great. And, um, and in some cases, uh, the, uh, and the reason why we want to use these tools, right. And, and, and when you think about many people, many industries is because their, their ability to help us reduce cost, for example, uh, and you see it in here where people talk about how, uh, this, uh, can reduce the amount of people who can do things, uh, and, and in turn help the organization's bottom line and nothing wrong with that. I mean, businesses should create uh, revenue, right. And profit. And the, the expectation is that is distributed somehow, you know, employment and people or taxes and everything, uh, uh, but but my my point here is that uh, although those tools are important, uh, people should uh, or leaders should begin to talk with with uh, uh, with those they lead about what this means to them in their organization and what are new ways that they can uh, use these things to maybe improve the work center, improve processes, improve products. Uh, improve customer service. You know, all those things are good. You know, I think I think there's there are good things, and it's just like everything, right? Like the uh, I heard somebody saying that they would they would uh, they would love to. Uh, it, this sounds like an economist speaking, right? And I heard somebody saying, "Oh, I wish uh, I could uh, talk. I could meet a one hand uh, economist, right? Because the economist said, well, on one hand you get this and on the other hand you get that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, so, uh, it's the same thing here, right. Uh, with all these things is like a double-edged sword. Uh, on one hand you get tremendous benefits. And on the other hand, well, if you misuse it, then you're going to have problems. And I think if we focus on what we can do and how we could, uh, I mean, this can help us make new discoveries in medicine and and so on, rather than concentrating on uh, uh, just getting quick answers to getting the work done, but to help us think and make more complex, uh, you know, solve more complex problems. That would be, in my opinion, the biggest advantage of, you know, this type of technology. Yeah. Well, and that's, you're exactly right. We started that's the conversation that way. It's about being able to think. And if you rely on a machine to think for you, then eventually you don't do it because you don't know how to do it. Again, the power is out and the register breaks down. I don't know how to think this way. And then when you're talking about being a leader, you have to be able to, or, you know, well, obviously you'll be, a, you won't be a leader pretty quickly because pretty quickly, follow you. you know, they'll say, Hey, that guy doesn't know what he's doing. I'm out of here. And, or worse, I'm not out of here. I'm just going to do minimum. And that's, I think probably worse than a lot of people saying just I'm out of here. So uh, there's a lot of implications uh, through, for all of this stuff. Uh, I think we will. And, and again, I think especially as a, in, in the, in terms of being a leader, you got to be able to hone that skill, that brain and, 
you, uh, before we started the, the podcast, we were talking about how the brain does not quit working. Even when you're sleeping, it's still working. Maybe not at full capacity or a different capacity, I suppose, but still it, it's not going to stop. And you got to keep honing that. I mean, back in the day, remember when you used to say, by the time you're 70, you can't think anymore. Guess what? <laughs> I'm still thinking, okay? I'm not going to tell yeah. you my age, but I'm still thinking. <laughs> it's, it hurts a lot more. Uh, but Perspective, right? Perspective. We're still young at 70. <laughs> You're still young at 50. We're still young at 40. Yeah. yeah, when you were 20, you're thinking, wait a minute, those, you know, 40, 50, 70, these guys are old. Now yeah. you're thinking, you know what? I think, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I wonder. <laughs> we're uh, running out of time here. Let's keep this conversation going next week because, uh, like I said, it's, it's not going to end any time. In fact, you have some, uh, you've written some uh, some stuff about when it started and uh, you're talking about the 50s, this, uh, this thing. I mean, this is when I first came on this earth you weren't even being thought of yet shut up, shut up. wow be, be okay let's leave it there i guess yeah. before i get in trouble you are let's see you next week see you next week chief thank you for listening we hope today's topic connected with you and help you reflect on the work leaders do to get out of a narrow focus on one future and into a broader range of possible alternatives if you'd like to connect with us find us at leadersandfutures.com and if you would like to learn more about leadership and future studies, we have several programs to help you at the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Until next time, be great.